I'ma leave the door open. <laughs> I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. Open. <laughs> I don't really know the words for real. <laughs> Tell me that you're coming soon. <laughs> What'd be tripping me out is they'd be like, do you like and like the background that be yeah. singing? <laughs> he be like, Such a trap. <laughs> <laughs> like the background that be singing when they be, uh, he be like, what do you say? He, I forget what he say, but he be like, girl, you hungry? And then they be like, I got the lays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like stuff like that that make the song really cute. That's very Anderson package though. Yeah, like, it really. I is, mean. Though. Like the caller and like background voice thing now, but like <laughs> the f- the shit they be saying, the shit that they saying, <laughs> like I got the lays. <laughs> 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 that is fucking Anderson Pack all day. I think that's why him and Bruno are a good uh, combination because they extra. Yeah, they both really extra. <sighs> all right, guys, welcome to what they heard episode ten. Oh, it's our tenth anniversary. <laughs> Just kidding. Do you know what today is? It's, it's our 10th anniversary. <laughs> Not really. It's just our 10th episode. We do this shit 10 times. 10 times consistently. If you are listening to this still, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> I'm just proud of myself because I don't do nothing consistently. I don't think I've done, I mean, outside of things that I'm forced to do or right. paid to do. <laughs> pay to be I've us. done shit for real consistently. Yeah. This consistent no. in a very long time. I don't think my me either, so shout out to us. All right. We're just gonna kick it off with some music news. News, 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 news. Uh I just wanted to start off talking about these Grammys. Which we're not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it really wasn't. Um, 63rd annual Grammys came on this past Sunday. Um, it, it had really low viewership, though. Like, almost half of the people who watched it last year because watched I've, it this year. You think it's because they rescheduled it? Or you just think? I think I think it's because they rescheduled it, one. Because people are used to watching it in, like, February. Yeah. Like, we're not used to it coming on this late. So, I think that affected it. And two, I didn't really see anything as far as advertising. Like promotion about yeah. it? Yeah. I didn't really see anything until, like, the day of, but it just said Grammys. Like, it didn't say who was doing it, when they was doing it. Like Yeah, I feel like artists didn't start posting anything about it until, like, the day a couple days before or something like yeah that. i didn't even know trevor noah was gone hosted if i would have known that i may have been more inclined to watch it because i love the little i feel like game. they announced that a long time ago yeah but then they ain't say nothing else about it <laughs> it was like oh we rescheduling and then you didn't hear nothing <laughs> like yeah it was kind of weird I didn't even really, even like I knew it was coming on that Sunday because you told me. But even then, like when I was sitting there and it came on, I was like, oh, shit, the Grammys. Because Gina just happened to have it on that channel. Yeah. 
So well, I knew it was coming on, and the freaking channel wasn't working because I was watching it on Ghetto TV. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I think Harry Styles opened it. I was like, I'm missing watermelon sugar. Yeah, you did. You missed watermelon sugar. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I didn't realize that was him. He just be looking so grown these days. No, because they was like babies when they was doing that One yeah. Direction shit. I didn't realize. What is up with him and these scarves? Do he always walk around in them fluffy scarves? That must that be like, like his, his trademark thing? or something. To That's his connection to the he 70s. Nasty. At least it could be a cute guy. He's trying to be like a 70s British pop star, rock star. I guess, Harry. You know, he wants to be like, uh, what's his name? The guy from The Doors. Or like the Rolling Stones, what's his the name? Rolling Mick Stones. Jagger, ain't that his name? Yeah, maybe that's what he's going for. Yeah, or like Mick Jagger, whatever the guy from the door's name is. Uh, what do you want to talk about first, performances or the winners? Mm. Let's talk about the winners. I don't really know who won what except for one Beyonce won the last <laughs> couple of ones. I wrote down <laughs> all the ones that we cared about. Oh, so before that, though, I saw this post and Mm. it talked about all of the like historical, um, well, not maybe historical, but like maybe monumentous would be a good word. Mm -hmm. Monumental wins. Um, Hold on. I saved it. So I don't know. Y'all know Beyonce did one of them. Okay. So. Um, they like it wasn't like monumental, but it's kind of like keeping tabs on people. So like her, who technically really only has one album, is that considered an album? I don't know. But she got, she got technically like two albums. But are they technically albums? Cause, I don't know. Cause they, if you really want to count, people it was confusing me. Yeah, but anyway, um, she won Song of the Year for I Can't Breathe and Best R and B Song for Better Than I Imagined, and she has four Grammys now. She's young to have four Grammys. She's young to have four Grammys, and that four Grammys is a lot for somebody who don't really have an official album. Yet. Yeah. And then they said, uh, "K K Tranada, K Tranada, <laughs> is the first black artist to win Best Dance Album for Bubba." Yeah, I heard that too. And then he picked up a second win for Best Dance Song. I don't know what song it was for. Though. It was um. Damn, I thought I put it on here. No, I didn't put it on here. Oh. It was like Go DJ. I don't know. It was one of them random songs. Oh, uh, maybe it was Go DJ because there's a no. Well, I don't know. We'll come back to that because I saw something. Oh, it was 10%. Oh, yeah. With Kaliuchis. And then after 13 nominations, Let Us See has finally won finally a won. fucking Grammy for Best Traditional R&B Performance with yeah. Anything For You. I will do it. Yes, finally, congrats. Yeah, that was nice for Let Us See because she been getting nominated. She always get nominated. She get nominated like almost every year, like multiple times. Mainstream, but I mean, I feel like a lot of music on the Grammy sometimes is not that mainstream. I feel like the stuff that be winning for R and B ain't even really R and B. At least not the stuff that come up for like traditional R and B. It yeah. don't be R and B for real. Yeah. Um and then John Legend has won Best R and B album for Bigger Love for the third time in his career. The third time. Yes, he has won Best R and B album three times. Vote. Huh? Favoritism vote. Oh yeah. What was the other ones for? 
I don't know. I can go look real quick. But uh, he has now ha- he now has yeah, a total. Some, the early albums. He, has, I think the first one for sure. But I don't know what that I other one was. But he now has a total of twelve Grammys. Go Johnny! Damn. And your boy uh, PG PJM PJ Morton. First a gospel album. Yep, and this is his third win as a solo recorder artist. And as we all know, I'm sure you probably have a special segment for your girl, so I don't know if you want me to continue with that. Yeah, you can say it. Okay, your girl is now the most awarded woman in gra- woman in Grammy history with her 28th win, but I think she's the has the most as an artist. I think she has the most Grammys male or female. Yeah, she does. Yeah. But I don't think that goes for like producers and stuff like that. I think they may have more. So it's probably just as an artist. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it's like of all time. But anyway, <laughs> Beyonce, I'm just like, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I feel like in some ways, I feel like, like I feel like they really wanted her to perform this year, but mm-hmm. she really wasn't having it. You know, perform for what? Y'all shaved her every Y'all time. Shaved her every year, and it's crazy. So I feel like they was trying to make a big deal out of like Trevor Noah was like, stop right there. Start right there. there. You are the the first woman, <laughs> female. I feel like they was trying to make a big deal out of it because I feel like in the past she has been. You in know. the past, they did it again this year. Yeah. For was it the best song of the year? Or I don't know. Taylor Swift record of the year. Taylor Swift or be album her. Of the year. Taylor Swift be her out for something. Taylor Swift won album of the year, I think, for folklore, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. But I feel like it was something hard. Beyonce was up against each other again, and they picked her over Beyonce. I don't know. I know I, uh, Taylor Swift got album of the year. Beyonce wasn't an album of the year, was she? No, she didn't have an album this year. But yeah, Tay Tay won that one. She won something else too. I don't know. Either way, it go. They always shaft my girl. Now that's what Taylor Swift fans yeah. get. You can win album of the year. You can win song of the year. You can win best video over that punk ass video over single ladies. <laughs> but she still got more Grammys than you, bitch. Let's <laughs> hope they don't be having Taylor catch up because they probably will. She keep making that mediocre ass borderline country music. <laughs> borderline country for real. Okay, so John Legend won for Get Lifted. Obviously That's the first in one. 2006. Yeah. And then he won for um, Wake Up. Is that the one with uh, uh, Oh, no, Wake Up was the... That's the album? Mm-hmm. That was the one... Wake Up is the one with... um. Who's the producer? Who's the rapper? Was it with a rapper? With Common? Was it with Common and Quest Love and all them? This, that's the album? Oh, yes. it, was, it was the one. It was for like I a movie. I can see the cover. Yes, it was for like a movie. And him, him and Melanie Fiona had a duet for Wake Up. Wake Up, everybody no more sleeping in bed. I wasn't for a movie. I thought it was for a movie. No, it was just an album. It was John Legend and The Roots. Oh, I thought they did it for a movie. But yes, he did have a song with Common and Melanie Fiona, Wake Up, Everybody. Mm. It wasn't for a movie, though. Oh, they that might have just, played it in a movie. That was just random because they were singing all of like them like songs from the sixties and seventies where they were trying to get people to be more woke about what was going on. <laughs> I didn't realize that was just just because. <laughs> right. That's really kind of random. 
huh some meatiness best new artist megan she won best new artist um it was funny when she won that because she was just like she had already won the award before the grammys came on she won best um rap song or rap collaboration song or something like that Uh, her and um beyonce yeah um or best rap performance her and beyonce have won best rap performance so these categories confuse me what's the difference between best rap song and best rap performance is a performance like a duet like a rapper and a singer or because now don't they have a category with like best melodic rap or some shit now yeah that that one i have that one on here somebody best melodic rap one did i put it down oh that was lockdown anderson pack Uh, i didn't hear that song um, I listened to that song like once, but that was like his message, Black Lives Matter song. So yeah, I almost never listened to You already know how those. I feel about that. I don't really care for it. But, um, yeah. So, because she had won that one after. She had won that Best New Artist during the show, and she was just kind of like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> I won in a Grammy. And then when she won Best Rap Song with Beyonce, and Beyonce went up there, she was like, oh my god i'm up here again and then beyonce up here too (laughs) (laughs) but i thought that was cute that was a really cute moment like her and beyonce going up there i thought so i nobody knew that they was gonna come to the grammys she they must have texted her last minute like you might win something or (laughs) they must have found a babysitter last minute or some shit and was like let us sneak our asses in here what I they showed up at the end but what i noticed was and i was gonna try to like say this for like the performance part but i've noticed that people were in like different spaces yeah i think they had people in different spots like that they had a bunch of small venues with yeah. different people in it yeah and maybe that's when they just slid up in that last spot that little <laughs> last venue <laughs> i'm just gonna slide up in here real quick yeah so it was an interesting format because obviously people have to social distance, but I guess they wanted people to still like go up and mm-hmm. get their award. Yeah. And then like they still had some people over like Zoom. So like yeah. if somebody would win, they would go to somebody who was nominated through Didn't Zoom. Didn't Megan get like her first award via Zoom? Because I feel like that Yes, that's what her. I was saying. Oh. So she got the first one via Zoom before oh. the Grammys aired. And then she got Best New Artist when it aired. Mm. And then she got the one at the end with Beyonce. Okay, so she got a total of three. Yes. Okay. Cool. That was very pretty. I love that. I love that moment. I love that <laughs> moment when Beyonce had got that 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 Grammy that um, put her over the top. That yes. put her past the time. So she got Black Parade for best and for R&B the song that it was for, like that was very like mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of made me feel some type of oh, way. But that Grammy, I feel like they was giving everybody who had like a black prolific song a Grammy this year. They didn't get a little baby one. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. And his was actually one that I listened to that I actually kind of liked. <laughs> uh, I just don't like that video. I didn't like that performance either. Yeah, well, the video was a mimic of the performance. It was, it made sense. But yeah, no, just, it was a lot. It was too much. They had your boy do it too. Who? They had your boy from Insecure in there 
That's the guy. Oh yeah. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I never knew it, but yeah. He's his uh little light skin boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little barber. <laughs> yeah. So May got best new artist. Then you talked about her winning song of the year for I Can't Breathe. But I also want to talk about how T. Era Thomas wrote that song as well. Like so, she got a Grammy as well. That's what's up because I feel like she always getting shafted. Like. I really want to like her, like as an artist, but I don't know her music. Like the music that she's made has not really hit for me. But what she makes with other people makes sense a lot of times. And when she was on that Wale song, and then they replaced her with Rihanna, that, that was, was bold. bold. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bold. And I, I, I still liked her version more. Oh uh, yeah, I did too. I, I didn't really like Rihanna's version that much. Was like, oh, Rihanna's on it now. You know. Yeah, I liked her version better. And then she has a song called like Mary Jane or something. I like that one too. Oh. Um, see, I don't know. See, I feel like I've tried to listen to them, but nothing like stuck to me for real. Yeah, that was really the only one that kind of did something for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you had Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song. Megan and Beyonce won those two. Um, best R&B Performance. This is the one that bought, brought Beyonce uh, over to you know put her over past the tie tying somebody for the most grammys won by artist beyonce black parade and then at the end they had record of the year and billy eyelash won yay billy <laughs> i kind of wanted beyonce to get it but <laughs> i think a lot of people did i ain't mad at billy getting it even though she got it last year <laughs> She got it last year. That was the thing. It's like, but everything I wanted is such a good song, though. Yeah, that's why. Like, I can't even really hate, though, but. Then I got everything on. (laughs) I mean, but then you had, like, you had, okay, so Black Parade, Colors by Black Pumas was nominated, Rockstar by um, The Baby and Rody Rich, Say So by Doja Cat. Don't start now. Do a leap of circles. Post Malone and Savage. I'm savage. I feel like if if it was gonna be between anything, it probably would have been between that song and Savage. Probably. Yeah. Cause those I, feel I don't like see got them the giving it to the baby. I really didn't see them doing that. Not record of the year. No. Nah, because really that was hot that. for like a couple of weeks. Nah, nah, nah. And then I don't even know that Black Puma song. I never even heard that Post Malone song. I don't listen to Post Malone. So I don't know. Me neither, but I that. always happen to hear his shit. And that's <laughs> one of the songs I have not happened to hear here. But everything I want is a good song. I was proud of her, but you know. And then she did that thing where, you know, white women get up and be like, oh, thank you for my award. But this black person is awesome. But thank you for my award. <laughs> 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 but like she really swooned over Beyonce though. Like she wasn't just like, oh my god, it was Megan. So- no, yeah, it was Megan. She really swooned the over. The reason you saying Beyonce because Adele did that shit to Beyonce <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah, she Beyonce did. was in there like, okay, bitch. And that was l- Lemonade era when I feel like she should have got like a couple of things and didn't get nothing. I feel like yeah. I mean, I feel like she should at least got one. But I felt really shafted behind the Sasha Fear shit because during that time too that was like a whole work of art like yeah. all encompassing I mean I guess Lemonade was too but yeah. you know it, I feel like single ladies just 
you have fucking Liza Minnelli singing that shit in fucking <laughs> Sex in the City. Too. Like, <laughs> impact. Come on. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, she just swooned up. But she really did. She dedicated her whole speech to Megan Thee Stallion and her brother Phineas. Pretty much. So, I mean, I don't know. I always feel a way when people do that. Like, why? Yeah. If that's the case, just be like, here, girl. <laughs> take the award you're not gonna do that you're gonna take it because why would i give you a award with my name on it like well i'm just saying like you up there like oh this is gay but you know I love. it's not like person. she was like oh you should have won this you should have won this she was just like megan i love you you're amazing like you are like this this da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. i appreciate you like you know and then I, guess, I don't know it always just kind of i just kind of like okay whatever i don't like when they get up there and like this should have been for you this should have been yours but you take it home and put it on your mantle <laughs> it's one thing to be well, like i'm not saying she was saying that i'm just saying but like, they, you won the award like that's what adele did i mean that's true so you should have won this and then took it home and put it on her mantle <laughs> <laughs> Billy was just like, "Ooh, thank you, making you the shit, girl." Phineas, I love you. Thank you. Let's go. <laughs> I guess. I guess. All right, and then you got best dance recording and best dance electronic album. Katrinada. What's her name? Brittany Howard won best rock song for "Stay High." I just want to stay high. You remember that song? Yeah, I remember it. I just for whatever reason came. I just wanna stay high. I just did that. Okay, I had to say it so it can make sense in my brain. I don't know why you keep picking fights with me today. I'm not picking fights with you. Because you was like, I don't remember how I go. You literally just go sing the same part that I sang. Because I had to make it make sense in my brain. Dang. Okay, girl. But yeah, Brittany Howard won for best rock song. I love Brittany Howard. She is awesome. I like Alabama Shakes. <laughs> you didn't well, I like some songs on her album. I didn't like every song. I Sometimes her liked. style is a little bit too more lean into like folksy, I don't know. Yeah. To, for me. Yeah. Um I think I like maybe three songs on there. I feel like that's fine. I just like her voice. Yeah, I like her voice. But Alabama Shakes makes she need the guys i mean they just doing the instruments though she's still singing all the songs but i think they help her write though as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it kind of like brings her kind of back more to like the rockish stuff and not so like she had that one song go ahead even though i liked it but it was still weird Mm-hmm. so when she does things by herself it's like a little bit different than when she does things with the guys even like the instrumentation is different. It makes I mean, it different. yeah, because I think her style is gonna be different by herself than it is with the group. Right. That's why I like Alabama Shakes. Well, I like Alabama Shakes too. I like Alabama Shakes more. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean today. All right, best traditional R and B performance. Let us see anything for you, and best R and B song. Better than I imagined. Her, Robert Glasper, Michelle. The Gocello, the Giocello. I I can never say her name right. I'm Me sorry, neither. Michelle. And then best progressive R&B album. It is what it is. Thundercat. Oh, he won for best R&B album. 
Yes. I did not know that. Progressive R and B album. Oh, uh, progressive. Who was up in that category? Oh my god. Never mind. I, I have it up. You just, I just got to oh. do a little bit of um, clicking. Oh, okay. It was Chalumbo, Janae Aiko, Ungali Hour, Chloe and Halle, Free Nationals, Free Nationals, Fuck Your Feelings, Robert Glasper. That's who was up in that category. Hmm. Well, we already know who we wish would have won. <laughs> I know. I know people were mad that Chloe and Halle didn't win certain stuff, but I mean, I feel like they're still young. Yeah, they're still young. And they still, I, I feel like they're going to put a lot more into the world, you know. It's yeah. not like, you know, they're some old ladies or nothing like that. Yeah. And Thundercat has been kind of deserving of a, a Grammy for a while. So. Yeah. I feel like it was a good time for him. Him and yeah. Katrina. Plus, you know. And it's all when I went with my do-rag. Baby, tell me the truth. <laughs> Best R&B album, Bigger Love, John Legend. Best melodic rap performance, Lockdown, Anderson Pack. Um, Nas actually won Best Rap Album for King's Disease. You know, I never listened to that, but I thought we did listen to it, but it just kind of got to be a lot, and we changed it. Probably. <laughs> and Best Gospel Album, PJ Morton, The Gospel According to PJ. I feel like you went through all of those before I said them, so maybe I just should have went by the my bad outline. All right, well, performances. Wait, you wait, got... wait, before we go to performances, did you hear about Tiffany Haddish? Yes. She's the first black woman to win a Grammy for a comedy album since Whoopi Goldberg in like yeah. 1987, 80-something. Yeah. That was very momentous. Just want to throw that in there as well. <laughs> yeah, like people were sharing a video and stuff about her being like, oh, what I want. It was cute. And then she started like talking to the kids about how you gotta keep trying and doing stuff and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. It was cute. She started crying. <laughs> I thought it was very adorable. I'm very proud of Tiffany Haddish, even though I don't think she's that funny. I know that's why I'm kinda just like, Okay, cool. <laughs> that's nice. I mean, I don't think Whoopi Goldberg that funny, but at least Whoopi Goldberg funny in her movies though, or at least she entertaining in the movies that she in. Uh, yeah, entertaining is a good word. <laughs> You're so shady today. What? All I said was entertaining is a good word. I don't think she's, like, funny like that. I mean, yeah, she got funny movies. Um, I can think of a sister act, too, right now. <laughs> but I like she that was one. also in, like, Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah, but her role was not to be funny in Kingdom Come. Yeah. I like that movie. She's, like, a ghost or something, or she, like, in somebody else's body. Ghost. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Are you serious? That's the name of the movie? Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, (laughs) that one was entertaining. I found that one to be entertaining. What's the name? Not so much. What? Your movie, Color Purple. This is not my movie. That's my mama movie. I just know it because she made me watch it all the time. Mm. It's still a good movie, though. You just can't never make it through it. Your ignorant ass keep falling asleep. <laughs> well, I gotta be all of that. Because <laughs> you gotta watch Color Purple at least once in your black ass life. I know the pivotal parts. <laughs> Sister. Yeah, oh my No, you gotta watch the whole thing. Ain't you no pivotal. To beat ain't me. just no pivotal parts. All my life. You gotta watch the whole thing. 
All right, going on to performances. So the baby performed. So everybody was performing with like this very cinematic shit. With this very cinematic, <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Symphony band. <laughs> 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 so yeah. he performed and it, like I, I don't know i can't tell you the names of the songs he performed because it's the baby most of his songs sound the same to me anyway true um but anthony hamilton was in the singing in the background for him oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anthony i thought that was so cute that's what's up um but yeah so the baby performed he looked good though he had on his little suit everybody was dressed to the nines oh yeah because like they you have... said it was giving a little juke jo- <laughs> yeah they was giving me cotton club cotton club not juke joint cotton club <laughs> definitely not a juke joint <laughs> but yeah they was definitely giving me like cotton club vibes in there and i originally said that because i think it was was it Megan performing and it was like all them white folks in the car <laughs> Yeah, she's just twerking and it's all the white folks in the crowd, like, clapping, like. Yeah, so I was like, uh, it's giving me Cotton Club vibes. (gasps) She twerked. Because y'all know Cotton Cotton Club, black folks could perform, but they couldn't attend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then Little Baby performed. He did, like, this very triggering-ass performance that I didn't enjoy. (laughs) It was basically a reenactment of the guy who got shot in Atlanta at the Wendy's parking lot because they were sleeping in his car. Yeah. I forget what his name was, but... I don't remember either. Um, It was a reenactment of that shit. Yeah, so... I I just don't like what people do. I understand why people are doing this. Like, they want to get a message across and... Everybody can see it. It's artistic expression, but it's also triggering for a lot of people. Yeah, I think there are better ways to do it, but I mean, you know, I didn't expect even that much from the little baby, so yeah, you know, kudos to him. And then you have Silk Sonic's first performance as Silk Sonic. (laughs) I'm kind of mad I missed it. I need to go look it up. I thought you would have looked at it by now. I I keep forgetting about it. I be listening to the song and forget about the fact that they perform. Girl, well, that was just like a traditional, like I don't know, what is a '60s format where the lead guy singing and the three people in the background. '60s group doo wop bop. Yeah, doo wop group. Like they had their little moves down and (laughs) like they had moves in the background. Like Mm -hmm. when Anderson was singing, he would come to the front. When Bruno was singing, he come to the front. David Ruffin, Eddie Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was really cute. Um, and then I thought that was literally all that they were going to do. And then um, Bruno Mars came back out for, they did like the tribute to people who passed this year, past year. Mm-hmm. And he did the Little Richard tribute. Oh, yeah. So that was good, too. Um, what did he do? Do you know what he sang? He sang. Why can't I think of it right now? I don't to know why. Friend, no, he I didn't really. sing that. To the friend. Good golly, Miss Molly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yeah, I forget how that go. And long tall Sally and good golly, Miss Molly. Oh, long tall Sally. Yeah good one those are some oldies right there yeah some old Um, shit and then uh kenny rogers passed which i don't did somebody say this did we did this when did this happen i don't know (laughs) like when they said it i was like damn do i remember people saying this i don't remember that i i mean i don't necessarily really remember who he is but 
The name ring a bell. Kenny Rogers. Oh, yes, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I know who this guy is. He passed. Oh, shit, on the 20th of last year. Oh. Yeah, okay. he passed. So like, that was kind of early last year. Yeah, he passed like right after the Grammys yeah, last year. Yeah, so Lionel Richie did his tribute. That makes sense. <laughs> And then Brittany Howard saying you'll never walk alone for like all the fallen artists. And she was just up there building it out. Building it out. <laughs> I cannot complain. <laughs> uh and then Megan and Cardi performed. My favorite part. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so, really surprised they let that arrow TV. I liked it because Megan did hers first and then it mm-hmm. went into Cardi doing up. This is yeah. up, then it's up. And then they went into them doing, doing WAP, which I am shocked that they let them do this on public I mean, television. Yeah, because Megan did hers, and it was really like Cotton Clubby and like cute. But she did her songs, and she did her little choreo. She shook her booty a little bit, mm-hmm. and then Cardi come out and come to find out this outfit that she had on. I was like, damn, she looked like pregnant because from some angles the outfit yeah, was just it bulky. Was like, yeah, the little that thing. outfit was like. 18 pounds or something like that that she was wearing i I watched it again today and i didn't realize that she took the leg parts off at a certain point like you see her like throwing them but you couldn't really tell so yeah and then you know i was like when i was watching it i was like oh this is i'm shocked that they are letting them do this on tv but it really wasn't a lot like if you go back and watch it they wasn't really like twerking like that and if they were it was very like Breathe. No, it's just like what it was. The I just song, couldn't think yeah. of like CBS being like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Because like when it goes, when they start playing WAP, like there's some wolves in the south, there's some wolves in the south, and then like they zoom out and it's just like a big ass stripper hill. <laughs> it would at first it looked like a stripper pole, but it's really just the hill part of this big ass <laughs> stripper pump. Or fuck me pumps as like, my mama oh used to call them. Oh my god! And then they just start going in, and at one point Megan flipped Cardi over, and now I feel like Megan is even stronger than I thought she was <laughs> Cause because she got the eighteen pounds. She got Cardi had that heavy ass outfit on. Well, she probably took off about eight pounds with them leg things. <laughs> so ten oh extra pounds. She did. Yeah, that and was. I don't know if that I was could really, not keep my eyes off of the TV. I couldn't either, and I don't know if that was orchestrated or not. Because when Megan did it, like if you look at Cardi's face, she was kind of like, <laughs> like a little shocked. By but it. when you watch it, Cardi, like when she flipped Cardi over, Cardi was kind of like, oh shit, right? <laughs> Her face, <laughs> exactly. You know, like you normally try to keep your face during the performance. She was just like, oh shit, like oh. <laughs> I'm being rocked around. And all I got to say was that don't do nothing but confirm my suspicions. Ain't no suspicions. <laughs> they can be messing around with the puss. <laughs> it ain't no suspicions. Uh, it is suspicious. I don't really have nothing concrete. That's why uh partisan uh Fontaine was, was coming bad. in that party like, what you doing? What, what? are you doing? I in the bathroom with bitches. You can't go pee by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and then towards the end doja cat performs 
When they gonna free my good sis from this fucking She song? performed Say So again. At least they got a remix did a little bit. She had a little cardio. I mean, she did a good job. She always does a good job. But she wasn't as stiff I, as she She didn't even me. sing anything else. I thought maybe she was gonna like mix streets in with Something. it because it just came out. But it didn't nothing. just come out. But I mean, the video just came uh, out. And they just did a remix. And Disclosure just did a remix. So yeah, mm. I was thinking like, okay, she gonna mix it in with something else. No. Nah. Like, nah. Nah, fuck it <laughs> that was really all the performances i had that like stood out to me anything else that you well i didn't really see much i just saw like them last couple of ones i just mm-hmm. saw uh little baby and megan and uh what's her name mm-hmm. oh and uh watermelon sugar that was the <laughs> only ones i saw i caught yeah i just want to throw, throw those other ones in there because it was just interesting the format and different things that happened but it was cool i didn't think the grammys were that bad i mean a lot of us is a lot of our folks won some stuff yeah to me it was better than it normally is and i don't know if that was just because trevor was kind of it kind of entertaining because he was running all over the damn place yeah trevor had a good flow and i feel like he's a good host but he also does that he type yeah, of the TV daily stuff show for or whatever living, so he's funny i don't think it's he's, far off it's actually funny I never watched any of his stand up, but you know I don't really like stand up and comedy and stuff. His first one was funny. The second one was, eh. Mm. All right, now moving on to uh, another Grammy Award winning queen, Miss Adele. Adelaide, what Adelaide do? Adelaide. I guess they have settled. She has settled her divorce situation that's just not finished i thought they been done <laughs> i thought she been divorced i guess they were still going through shit i mean adele has a lot of shit i and i think he has a lot of shit too i think that's he was true. um that could, that's the long part where they be going through the finances and stuff but yeah adele they're gonna share custody of their son um mm-hmm. he won't be paying child support she won't be paying child support good, good. no spousal support good, it seems good. like they have agreed to dang she 32 he's 46 so he's quite a bit wow. older than her what's this man's name again what he do uh what he a producer or something simon konecki damn. i don't think he was a producer i think he what did he do i, I read it too and i just forgot mm, i didn't realize First of all, I didn't realize Adele was that young. What, 32? Well, her first album was 19. That is true. <laughs> it literally reflected her age. That's true. I just didn't realize that y'all was the same age. Yeah. So, um, oh, he was the co-founder of Life Water. Whatever the fuck that is. Life Water, you don't remember? Um, oh, when they put the drawings in the bottle... I believe so. And it'd be like a dollar at Walmart. Yes. Um, that's yes. Cool. Where's he stealing water from? <laughs> I don't know, girl. Now you ask me questions. I don't know. <laughs> I just be curious because you know Nestle be stealing water from Michigan. I don't know. Um, yeah. So they seem to be settled on everything, and it doesn't seem to be that tumultuous. But you know, when she announced her divorce you know everybody's like oh shit we about to get an album and i can't wait <laughs> i cannot wait but i don't know maybe her next album will not be 
super sad. Maybe to be like a Jamaican joint, because ain't she dating like Pop Can or something or uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Burner Boy or some shit like that? <laughs> ain't Burner Boy married or something like that? No, she's be at festival and shit. Boyka, boyka. Girl, run it on though. I guess. Yeah. But shout out to Miss Adele. I'm glad they figured out their divorce um, things. She and hopefully she will, you know, be releasing her album soon. She gonna release a Not reggae no album for Rihanna. It's <laughs> <laughs> Not no damn reggae. Her and Rihanna gonna be in the category for best reggae. <laughs> Girl. Something gotta be coming out soon. Because I feel like it was rumored that her and Beyonce had a song at some point. Uh, yeah, I heard that. But you never know when Beyonce working working on music till she start walking around with that laptop. <laughs> I feel like she shouldn't be doing that no more. Guess she how probably she, didn't caught on, caught on to but people I think knowing that's, that. I think that's why she does it. Oh. I told you Beyonce is a marketing mastermind. <laughs> I have to do a, a half an episode on, you oh know, her whole marketing tactics. <laughs> Especially for Beyonce. Okay, next up to another... Um, I'm assuming Grammy Award winning queen, Fenty Rihanna Fenty. <laughs> so Fenty, she does have. So Fenty is supposed to be coming out with a hairline. <laughs> nah, Riri, I love you, girl. But so <laughs> her company filed for an application for Fenty hair, like a trademark application. Mm-hmm. Um, on the documents. Uh, it said the brand would produce shampoo, hair straightening items, hair waving preparation products, bleaching and coloring products, as well as hair glitter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. <sighs> She's got to dip her toe in everything. I see that I, that she wants to overhaul the cosmetic community and beauty community but they already pushed back your fenty shit so well know. no i think she stepped away from doing it because to have a like expensive like high-end house brand like that mm-hmm. couture house brand mm-hmm. like I feel like that takes a lot of work with little return on investment. Yeah, I guess so. Because you sense. dumping all this money into this high quality product and not as many people are going to buy it. So I think they just probably cut that off and focus on Savage or whatever. That's true. I mean, but that's what I'm Cause saying. Because a lot of times it's just like she got too like, much shit going on. Like she just, I mean, like the face, the skin, 50 skin, I guess she pretty much is done and pretty much what she going to do with that at this point. Mm-hmm. But like now you getting in the hair, girl, like, I don't know. I just feel like you should focus on like one thing at a time. <laughs> but why? I don't know. I just don't know. I how. feel like if anybody has the people to do stuff for her and she can come check in on it. But it Rihanna not that type of person. I know. So, but I feel like she don't do all that stuff on her own. Like, obviously, she has a team and stuff to help her with like the little things, and maybe she can make like the bigger decisions. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about hair shit. <laughs> Me neither. I'm very particular about my hair and the products that I put in it. Uh, I just, you got Tracy Ellis Ross hair too, to be fine. No, my hair is fragile. <laughs> I can't just be putting if anything where y'all don't understand it. Rihanna do all kind of shit to her hair. <laughs> right. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, 
well i guess rihanna's known for like her fashion and stuff like that i guess she's known for her hair changes too yeah for sure which i mean is probably why they were like you should do hair shit and she probably was like bitch yeah <laughs> but i would love to see more like more like stuff with of with skin like butters and fragrances lotions and i mean she's done fragrances yes yeah tonight ringing a bell yeah like you know how like beyonce and ariana and nikki y'all got them fragrances rihanna had fragrances too she had like that pulse one and a couple other ones I don't remember. I feel like that's the easiest thing to do, especially during the 2000s with a celebrity as a fragrance. I don't remember that. Nude? You don't remember Nude by Rihanna? None of this rings a bell. Vaguely. Nude does vaguely. I don't know, but you know, butters and bath oils and shit. (laughs) Massage. Now you want her to be a. at the uh, market, you want to be an Easter market vendor, <laughs> fancy yep. shea butter and incense and shit. Yep, put out some uh, incense girl. while you at it, girl. I know you got some. It's uh, not the Erica Badu shop. It's <laughs> not the Badusi. I know you got some weed spray. <laughs> <laughs> she could come out with some weed paraphernalia. Yeah, man. See, I'll I fuck with that too. But you know, I don't think it fit into her brand because you know she is under. Was it LV Moet? Whatever Hennessy, LV Moet Hennessy. Mm-hmm. And they I mean, she don't have to do that, that through her, but through them. But I don't know. Maybe they will have her under some contract where she can't do stuff with it. I don't know. Um, Excuse me. All right. Um. Next up is Miss Another Queen, who I hope has Grammys. Does Anita Baker have Grammys? I think so. Probably not a lot. Because, you know, everybody who can sing for real. Oh, she does. Another Grammy Award winning queen. <laughs> Anita Baker. Anita Baker tweeted, like, maybe a few days ago about how she's pretty much outlived all of her contracts. Yeah, for her master's. For her master's. So... Uh, they should have went to her like she yeah. should they should have been like here yeah. they reached out past that 30 year point but they still fighting her on it basically yeah, and so she time. has to she was basically said i'm prepared to fight back and don't stream my music right now mm-hmm. um because i'm trying to fight this battle with, for my masters um and I feel like we should just support her. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. As much I mean, as it pays, music is not, it is on streaming sites, but it's through like other albums and like yeah stuff like that. So as much as it pays, y'all don't YouTube, don't Spotify, Apple yeah. Music, title nothing. I know y'all switch y'all clean y'all houses, your little dirty. I know it's with, <laughs> but, uh, it's so sad, but go buy the vinyl or. <laughs> Pull up your iTunes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know y'all probably got a, the CD somewhere. Go to your mama house and get the CD or something. Just get the give, LP from your daddy house. Or something. Give Anita a break um, until she figure it out. Because I feel like the lower her streams, if her streams do do shoot down, they'll probably just be like, man, whatever. Ain't nobody listen to this shit anymore. Right, here you, you had this shit. And then once she'd be like, okay, you know, we go back on there and go crazy like we normally would. Yeah. But 
I mean, Anita Baker is just like classic voice. Like, yeah, man, she a legend. legend. Even though you know people try to act like she ain't, she is. Yes, definitely. So I just wanted to mention that because obviously uh, we want to support our queen. And we want her to get her masters. I think it's really important for artists to own their own music and, you know, be able to profit off of what they've contributed, contributed to the music industry, contributed to the world. Agreed. Because, you know, back in the 80s, they was getting all of them was getting them little shitty the deals. Little shitty contracts. <laughs> Anybody who could sing for real, who right. wasn't like super poppy or fit a certain image was getting little shitty ass deals. Right. All right, next up to another. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> next up is Kirk Franklin. <laughs> oh, your boy. Might as well talk about it. Are you with me? GP, are you with me? Oh, yeah. We at the church. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> well, Kirk Franklin caught some fire for. Um, so his son, what is this boy's name? I always, I'm always gonna mess this up. Curion Franklin uh, posted an explicit conversation between him and Kirk. Um, in the caption, he said, "This is why I'm done. No father should speak to their children like this. If I have any issues, it's because of this type of treatment that I deal with behind closed doors." Um. Kurt was going in in the um, clip. It's like 45 seconds. Um, he was basically saying, I'll put my foot in your ass. I'll break your neck. I'll break your neck, nigga. You a bitch ass, nigga. You a bitch ass, nigga. Just, and a lot of profanities for somebody who is of um, the, the gospel. Christian faith. <laughs> the new nation. <laughs> the revolution. <laughs> um. So, I mean, a lot of people, when it was released and his son said that caption and stuff like that, a lot of people were either, I think it just triggered a lot of people because a lot of people do have maybe like abusive parents and things like that. Mm -hmm. So either people were on the sun side or people were like, nah, y'all ain't coming for Kurt. Y'all can't cancel Kurt. (laughs) I mean, and I don't think it's necessarily, my opinion, I don't really think it's necessarily something that we have to cancel Kurt for because we don't know like the whole story i definitely think and then what confused me the most was kurt like posting on social media and apologizing to us apologizing to the public instead of apologizing to the instead of like being like you know i'm sorry that y'all had to hear me witness that or hear me speak like that Mm. um i mean he did say he's not perfect which you know i understand but it's like i feel like you should be like okay well you know i want to try to work this out with my son he was just kind of like you know we've always had a very toxic relationship (laughs) and i'm like okay okay it just makes me wonder like Okay, so I kind of have multiple stances, not stances, but mm. so like point one is like, what did he do to make, make you him say all it is cut up like that? And then two, for him to record it, did he set out knowing today is the day I'm gonna piss Kirk Franklin off and I'm gonna record it mm-hmm. and I'm gonna send it to everybody? I mean, or it could be like 
he always does that and he was just like but i it's know like, this nigga gonna do doing? this shit again what is you doing let me record him what is you doing to make him do that because you're 33 years old he was 30 something years old so yeah, what is say that in the video so, so like, what are you is 33 yeah so like what are you really doing that will make him want to go off like that mm-hmm. to me it just sounds like he funding your lifestyle and he sick of your shit that's mm-hmm. the only thing in my mind that would make a uh, a parent go off on a grown-ass adult mm-hmm. to me i mean you would hope it would be something like that but you don't know that yeah i don't know that but and then also it did not bother me because it felt like very familiar territory <laughs> So maybe like the breaking your well no maybe the bitch ass nigga part because <laughs> my mom tried very hard not to call me a bitch but I that was a very familiar role for me so it, it didn't really bother me I was just like ain't that how everybody mama talks to them when they get pissed <laughs> but I feel like it's not and I feel like all the time it's not necessarily like the best way to go about things when you're yeah, a parent. Yeah, I mean, I know now, but I just feel like, especially like if you're growing up in a black church, I don't know. The only person on this planet I know whose mama probably has never went off on them like that is yours. <laughs> I can't really think of a single soul who mama has not went off on them like that at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a one. I mean, I think, like I said, which I mean, it's probably a problem because mm-hmm. I know we all, me and all my friends, suffer from <laughs> we got issues. <laughs> we really do. So that's probably part of the problem. But uh, no, and, I, I mean, know. and I think traditionally with black parents and black parenthood and stuff like that, that that kind of attitude, a lot of people feel like it's fine, it's okay because that's what my parents did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It goes back to the age of arguing of whoopings and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's what my parents did, so that's what I'm that's doing what to I'm my kids. Do to but yeah. you have trauma from it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, people don't really, really realize that. I mean, when you, it's you just have been trauma from it. So especially us, how like, will you be better? You know? Yeah, I mean, especially with us, like hyperactive kids, like yeah. At a certain point, you kind of become numb to it, and it's just like that's how people always respond to you out of frustration. So it's right. just like not yeah. a big deal yeah you know which yeah. may be the same for him and finally you know he started getting some therapy and realized that oh maybe this is not the way to respond to your kids this is an issue right and that's why he decided to record it but yeah so he recorded Either it way, i'm still gonna be listening to the lamb yeah with, I, like i Easter said roll I, don't, <laughs> I don't think this is a reason to cancel and even karen said that he was like i'm not trying to cancel my dad i just want you know him to respect me pretty much i guess or you know talk to me you know calmly or be nice to me or whatever you know whatever he feels like is you know a better situation a better relationship for them but like i said i don't feel like it's a reason to cancel kurt i just feel like there's a deeper issue there Mm -hmm. and you can tell from people's reactions too yeah for sure that's true you know and I don't know. I hopefully they work it out. Hopefully they can't actually see a therapist and not just mm-hmm. like a, a preacher that they're going to that's yeah. mediating or you know, something that's like they that. Go to. Uh, <laughs> you know, he don't make it no better because he probably should have been like, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> but, now, Brother Franklin, you know, you ain't supposed to be using the words of the devil. But other than that, I don't see what the problem is. Right. But yeah, yeah I mean, and 
I did laugh at some of the memes and stuff like that just because it was funny. Like, I don't know. I also think that the industry and the gospel music industry holds people to a different um, standard mm-hmm. than regular artists, you know. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, they're still people too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's like, not, they treat I mean, I like grew they- up in a church, but it's like you can't do anything that's not, that's like, it's it's funny secular or bad at all i was wa- i was watching this um this like little mini short documentary today about the contemporary gospel music uh industry oh cool. about what but the white folks gospel oh <laughs> and she was talking about how uh well a guy he was like in the gospel in the in that industry he was one of the like the best-selling bands i forget what they said it was called uh Putty in a jar, play doh in a jar, clay mm. in a jar, some shit like that. Some shit mm. from the nineties, uh, early two thousands. Mm. And he simply just like put a couple of questions up on Twitter, like, um, you know, why is there never really a conversation in the Christian faith about homosexuality? Like, you know, they right. were just very like basic surface questions. And they snatched his shit off the shelf. His whole band, they snatched his shit off the shelf. Stop playing it in music. Mm-hmm. I mean, stop playing it, you know, on the radio stations. Stop playing it in the churches and shit. Because he asked a few simple questions. And he was talking about that, like, in the gospel community, you're supposed to represent, like, hope. Or, like, you, you're you the physical representation of something to aspire to because you're perfect. Mm-hmm. You are not, you know, wavering in your faith whatsoever. Yeah. Because you're out here on a public platform, you know singing about jesus singing about jesus when most he was like like 80 percent of the artists that i know are literally questioning their faith every single day yeah like and you know the christian community as soon as you you know show a little bit of weakness or Mm -hmm. you know you wavering in your faith or what they think you should be doing Mm -hmm. they get rid of you they even have like a formula they have like he was he explained it better but he said like you have like austin who is like the son of the family and he listens to like the rock christianity and then you have taylor who is the daughter and she's all about you know conservatism and uh, abstinence and shit like that Mm -hmm. and then i forget what the mom was called but they might as well have called her karen Mm-hmm. And she has the all encompassing. She listens to the all encompassing gospel music because that's what she plays in the car for her kids. Mm-hmm. And they model their songs after these three people, mm-hmm. and that's what they actually name them. They name them like this is a song for Taylor. This is a song for whoever Austin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is fucking weird. <laughs> it is a little bit different. I mean, it's not the first time Kurt Franklin has come into fire, but I think it's the first time he's coming to fire in this way. Um, because I mean, I feel like addiction to porn, right? Like that was a thing. (laughs) And wouldn't he like a a cheater? (laughs) He wouldn't cheat. No, I wouldn't be surprised. But I know, like when he's been working with other like R and B or rap artists and hip hop Um, artists and stuff like that, that's always been a huge conversation too. Yeah, especially early on when he was doing it. Maybe not so much anymore. Well, it kind of was because he was working with. Kanye and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like he and also when he first came out because he was not like traditional gospel because yeah. it was more like contemporary and they was like, oh, this is the devil music. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Anything else you want to say about Kurt Franklin and his uh? Nah. I break your neck, nigga. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, and it's really not funny. I'm sorry. I'm making a joke about it, but you know, so I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> that's funny to me. <laughs> sometimes parents, you know, they just don't understand. They take <laughs> they take it too far. <laughs> they do. They be pissed off. Oh my goodness. Sometimes they pissed off for no damn reason, but they be pissed. Um. But yes, yes. Um, good luck to Kirk and Carrie, and hopefully they can work it out. If not, I feel like that's okay. I feel like he's old enough to where you know he'd be all right. He he would be fine. I mean, I don't think too much weighs on his parental relationship. I mean, obviously, we don't want to have to ever like not be in contact with our parents but i feel like if they bring you that much stress and being that toxic and stuff like that get rid you of might them. need to you know see a therapist and get rid of work on the steps to <laughs> <laughs> figure out how you can have a relationship or how you cannot have a relationship with them it, de- it depends on your mental health and what you need to do so mm-hmm. all right uh that's all i have for new news that was kind of a lot, though. Was that like an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to look. All right. Um, I'm going to get into some new music. New, new, new. All right. First, I wanted to talk about how um, Kid Cudi tweeted that he is going to try to get a kid named Cudi on streaming services. Oh, for real? Um, he didn't say when, but... He was like uh, working on putting a kid named Cuddy on streaming services. I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that would be exciting. I really <laughs> love that project. That's why I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> um, because that's kind of how I started listening to the Cudi. Kid Cuddy. Kid Cutter. Yeah, I don't know. I think my first time I heard him was Day and Night, probably. Because Day and Night. I toss and turn, I need him in my <laughs> What's the name? My shit was going back to Honolulu just, just to, to get, get that that Maui Wowie. That Maui Wowie. <laughs> and my other shit was whenever, whenever you got me and you got me. Um Oh, and Pillow Talk, girl, the sex was crazy. <laughs> Betty and amazing. I don't remember. Don't um, be shy. I ain't going over. I'm here for the night. You I probably know. think I'm shady. I don't think I ever listened girl, to this, actually. No, but I ain't going to fucking bounce. <laughs> I'm feeling you. Oh, I chipped the ripper. I, I want to get to know you. So let's have a little talk. What's man in the moon? I feel like I know that. I be that man on the moon. I'm that man on the moon. Oh. So I'ma do what I do. No, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that one. Mm. I be posted with my blood and a boo, my dude. I just I know Molly Wooly. Molly Wally. Molly Wally was my shit. But yeah, that's exciting. Hopefully that no date, but hopefully that comes soon. Because 
We got um, what's the name? Selling Souls on streaming yeah, services. Yeah, we did this past week, and that was great. I listened to it about three, four times already. Same. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we already had our moment about talking about it last week, but we really I feel like it still it. stands. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put some stuff that wasn't on there. Like they put two seconds on there. That yeah. So shit. the um. The extra tracks were the bonus tracks were Living Room Flow, which I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, you Remember? was talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, you put it on here. Mirrors, two seconds, yeah, and mirrors. snap. I only know living room flow. I don't remember these other ones, but yeah. you do. Two seconds was my shit, and then mirrors was cool. Like mirrors is very like strength in a mirror. It's just a very like I don't know. It's like some shit you listen to when you high and really contemplating life and shit. Yeah. And then two seconds. Oh, that's just my shit. She just be flowing on that. Drive me a nose and build me a boat and sell away. It's so difficult. I cannot make you stay. I haven't known. Yeah, that's my shit. And then, <laughs> um, what was the other one? Snap. Snap. Snap was cool, but that was not my favorite. I was like, okay. That was one of her experimental <laughs> songs. Yeah, it was pretty much everything that it was except for the Kanye verse. It's not on um was it real now? Uh I thought it was my mind. No. Yeah, it is right now. Um No, it was uh selling Sell your soul. Sell your soul. Is it selling, not selling? Yeah, it's selling, not selling. That's yeah. the one that has the Kanye verse. The Kanye verse is not on they there. They took it off. Well, I kind of figured, though. He's a bitch. But that's okay because <laughs> I got the original on my computer. <laughs> but yeah, go listen to Selling Soul Genetico. It's still a classic. It still stands to this day. It's pretty good. Next up, I want to talk about Silk Sonics. <laughs> I don't know why they did this. They released the intro to the project that they're releasing on Friday. Which I don't understand. But it's so funny because I just played it to be like, oh, let's see what it is. And it's literally Boosie Collins talking <laughs> exactly how you've been saying that he's going to come up with mm, the project. I told you. That's my boy. I know he how he's going to do Oh, it's Boosie. <laughs> welcome to the Silk Sonic. Like the way he was like, saying Welcome it. to my band. The Silk But I just thought that was funny that he did that exactly how you thought it was. Um, I also want to shout out Miss Georgia Smith. Georgia Smith came out with a single called Addicted. I think she has a video for it too. I didn't watch the video. I didn't either. But the song is cute. It's a real like slow vibe though. Yeah. You gotta be I, it's a little bit diff It like is but it ain't. It's like Georgia but it ain't. Because yeah. Georgia used a lot of like bass and stuff in hers, but I feel like this song is a little more like pop esque. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I wish she would come out with another album because when I feel was, like some got to be on the way because she keep dropping these singles. But she's been dropping singles for like the past two years. I mean, I guess maybe COVID may have put like a damper in her plans. But goddamn, girl, come on! Look, she just can't be you know spitting albums out. All right now, what you mean spitting out albums? <laughs> <laughs> she done had two albums, hasn't she? Or one? She just well, had one. I mean, on. she has some EPs and short projects. Yeah, I think she just has that one. The one. Um, ain't it called the one? 
No, it's not. No, it's called February. Lost and Found. There you go. Lost and Found. <laughs> there we go. The one is one of the songs. Oh, dang. <laughs> that is her only album. Yeah, that's the only one. That came out in 2018. Oh, damn. I feel like I really used to listen to. Um, she didn't had Come Over. She did Remix Blue Lights like 17 times. She did By Any Means. She did the um, Blue Note Project. She did Read Made, uh, Rose Rogue. Um, she did Slow. Oh, that's not I her. I listen to Project 11 a lot. Be Honest. She, she did this thing called, uh, she did Remixes for Love. Like, she just keep releasing shit on my mind. I guess that came out before the album, but... Yeah, I thought something on my mind been out a long time. She's been releasing singles for a minute, and I'm over it. I need a project. Thanks. She said, no, don't care what you think. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, she's been releasing singles for like the past two years, bro. Look, my good sister's chilling. When she ready, she ready. She'll give you Whatever, dog. a little something, something, break you off a piece. All right? And she's talking like she has some good ones. She got to be honest. I don't want you to, to, to come over. Mm-hmm. I wanna ask and then you wanna know better. I don't know. How does slow down thing go? Oh no, there's somebody slow else. Slow down, did you slow down? Slow down, did you slow down? That's how it go? Yeah. Slow yeah, down, would you slow much. down? Hmm. But yeah, Miss Georgia Smith, uh, album sis question mark right <laughs> and then we mentioned this earlier but doja cat came out with a streets remix but not really disclosure came out with a streets <laughs> remix yeah um and it's great i love it i like it you know if you listen if you i feel like if you like disclosures music not if you like latch but if you like disclosures music you would like the remix I feel like if you like Latch, you would like Disclosure's music. Is Latch like a certain... I feel like Latch is a little more soulful than the rest of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like Latch kind of fits more into a traditional song. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the rest of their music is kind of more... Except for that one project. But the rest of their music is pretty like freeform. Pretty like yeah, much is. like house and stuff. A lot of repetition of the same thing. Right. So, a lot of, you know, electronic elements. Yes, a lot of electronic elements. But the Streets remix is good. Yeah. Go listen to it. Let us know what y'all think. And then you got um, Brent Fayez came out with a new song called Show You Off. I love that song. It's very Brent. It's very Hey, Why it's, you say it like that? It's very Brent. Not a bad way. It's actually very Brent, but... Like not really because most of the time he kind of talking about negative stuff. But, but this one was nice. This one was nice. He was just like, I'm gonna show you off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you look good. I'm gonna spin you around. I'm gonna show you off. Mm. I thought it was a very cute song. I'm ready. It's a cute song. If he come he out, gotta with have some coming up too. Yeah, because he keep releasing these singles, and I'm excited because his album just came out. In what nineteen? Was that nineteen? That last album. That was 2019. Fuck the world. I feel like it was 19 Um, That's 2020 I believe I don't think it was 19 You lying I feel like it was 19 Oh it was 2020 <laughs> But it came out in February 2020 Which is why I thought it was 19 
No excuses. I was right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then last up is Givian. He came out with he combined his projects. So his um So he pulled a her. Yes, he <laughs> pulled a her. Cause he got one project um called When It's All Said and Done and he has a project called Take Time. And then he put them together so it's when it's all said and done, take time. And then he added a song on there. Ooh. <laughs> we got a bonus track. We got a bonus track, basically. It's called All To Me. Nice. I thought it was, like, pretty much in the theme of how his, how his album is and how his songs are, if you like his his vibe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nothing. It's not really, like, a standout for me on his project. But, like, I mean, it makes sense. It's, like, yeah. a bonus track since he put the out those two smaller projects together mm-hmm. so yeah just go check it out <laughs> i just thought it was funny why are artists doing this now i don't know i don't know maybe they take their projects artists. they taking their projects smash them together and then be like ta-da an album but that's not exciting though no maybe it's just more for like the academy or something like that i don't know i have no idea hmm but that's the new music I have. You got anything else that you want to talk about? It's mm, for new music. Yeah. Um, nope. No. No. Those are all the ones that I pretty much listen to. Um. Yeah. So now we're gonna move on to the what they heard, what they heard segment. What they heard. Um, and it's kind of random because it's only just because Shelby has been rewatching Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> I've been watching Housewives of Beverly Hills because I ain't never watched none of the White Housewives shows. They man. are the best ones. I feel like it's it's a lot. I'm overwhelmed. Then like season four, and I'm like, girl. I feel like New Jersey is cool, but I still feel like. <laughs> like Beverly Hills is the most scandalous one out of all the white ones. Yeah. Well, this is my first one, so it's a lot going on. But <laughs> she's been rewatching Housewives of Atlanta, and <laughs> if you have never like, if you used to watch it or you never like went back and watched it, it's just very entertaining. Just to see, like how <laughs> <It> far, <is. laughs> and <it's> how far <laughs> that come. franchise has come. <laughs> ooh, them fr- that first season, I'm like, ooh, child. Ooh. <laughs> That What's was name? The way Nene was looking. Yes, Nene. Um, Kim had them um, party city ass wigs. Yes, girl. <laughs> Even like the production, like the cameras that they use and the graphics was just like, oh my God. We was living in the Stone Age. This 2009, child. Lord. 2009. Oh my God. <laughs> This is the ghetto. So obviously, Candy comes in. Candy from Escape she comes in on season two. Oh, I thought it was season three. Or season three? Maybe it is two. It's season two or three. That Candy came in. But obviously, Candy in the beginning. I no, feel I like you're right. It was season two because. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Candy comes in in season two and in the beginning she's like I feel like she's still involved with like her music stuff but she's involved with a lot more um she's still involved with a lot more other stuff now Mm -hmm. so 
in the beginning she was like really like trying to make music and talking about all the music that she did for other people and it just had me and she'll be thinking about like her style as a writer as mm-hmm. a songwriter and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and just hearing her talk about like the certain songs that she's written and like going and seeing like other songs that she's written i'm like oh yeah that's that's not, yeah that makes sense <laughs> that's definitely a candy song <laughs> um oh the first season premiered 2008 oh my god um 2008 Ooh. okay so we just <laughs> wanted to talk about like some of the songs that she's done and like her style and things like that style of writing and mm-hmm. just kind of go from there um so she's most infamously known, I be- I feel like, for writing for TLC initially. Yeah, for No Scrubs. Because she wrote No Scrubs. Her and Tamika. Tiny. Her and Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Her and Tiny wrote No Scrubs. Yeah, that's what. And then it just made me think about, like, how so, TLC was in their crappy contract. Yeah, but they didn't write shit. The only time- they didn't get no writing credits for nothing. Because <laughs> they didn't write. Either they wrote stuff and they didn't really like give them no credit for it, or they just didn't write shit. Left I did, like her raps and stuff, but yeah. the songs when she wasn't rapping. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have got paid for it. Obviously, they were still in a shitty contract. And they should have got paid for performing these songs and be in the face of these songs right yeah but they didn't like they have no credits on the album nope except for left eye yep that's the only one but what made me really like think about her as a writer is she said the year that she won the grammy so i guess that was like 99 or maybe it was the 2000 grammys Mm -hmm. but uh she won for the category for best r&b song she was up twice in the same category Mm -hmm. it was only four songs so she was like I really got like a great, a pretty great chance, a 50% chance of winning because I wrote Bills, 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 mm-hmm. and I wrote No Scrubs. And I was like, shit, she wrote Bills, Bills, Bills too? And then kind of found out she wrote most of. Uh, she wrote most of the songs on Write It on the Fucking right Wall. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite Destiny Child albums. It's a great Destiny Child album. Probably like my favorite after like But Destiny now, when, like when you listen, like when you listen to it, it's like. That makes sense, cause when you think about like no scrubs, and then you think about like bills, 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 and like boy. all the shit on writings on the wall. Her boy said she liked to. Uh, it was this guy she was working with, and he said that she liked to write man bashing music. She like it ain't man bashing music, but if you look at the songs that's on writing on the wall, <laughs> most of the songs they're either talking about like so good, I doing so 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 so, so. and then bills 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 can you pay my bills yeah they they all bugaboo bugaboo like (laughs) 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 most of the man bachelor was written by candy (laughs) and then most her most recent song was uh break up with your boyfriend yeah break up with your girlfriend because i'm bored i'm like Oh, that sounds so much like Candy. But see, this is the difference between TLC and Destiny's Child. Beyonce and Kelly have writing credits, and Latoya and Latavia, yeah, have yeah. writing credits throughout this album as well as Candy. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce has writing credits pretty much on every single song. <laughs> Can I mean uh, Kelly has some, Kelly Latavia, and Latavia and Latoya, Latoya have some, but Beyonce is on every. 
single damn track. Yeah. That's on there pretty much for the mm-hmm. most part. She on more than she is not. Right. So, so. that's the difference between <laughs> Yeah, I'm like... And that's probably why TLC wasn't able to have the longevity like Destiny's Child was. Or even them as solo artists because they weren't that... it From looking at these credits, they weren't that involved in the writing process. And in the music industry, like getting your credit... Getting credit on that song, is I feel like that's where you make the money because the people reuse the song or anything like that like you get a cut of it i mean anytime assuming, they play right? the song you get the performance cut you get the cut from being an artist and you get the cut for being a writer don't let you be a producer on that joint like for example waterfall not waterfalls uh creep mm-hmm. jonah austin was the single writer and the mm-hmm. singer producer on that song yeah. guess who getting 90 percent 90 percent of the royalties on that bitch John Austin, and yeah. then they got that ten percent that they get to split between the three of them. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think I just think it's crazy that I feel like she will always be able to have some type of income from somewhere because she's done these things. Yeah, I um, mean, they even said it like it was a, I think maybe episode. I mean, season three or four. I think it was Nene was talking about, you know, Nene's always, I'm a rich bitch, I'm a rich bitch. <laughs> but she was talking to, like, Candy or something. She was like, we all know that you the rich bitch on this show, even though you don't <laughs> act like it. We know you the rich bitch. You and Cynthia, y'all the ones with the money for real. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's a rich bitch. So she did a lot of writing for Destiny's Child, TLC. She obviously did writing for Escape. Um up until like in the nineties she wrote for like NSYNC, Mariah Carey, Whitney Usher, Houston. huh? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Uh in the two thousands and up. She did that Shape of You song, Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah. I'm in love with the shape of you. That shit was everywhere. Yep. And she's been doing little stuff for Ariana Grande as well. Yep. You know that was um that was a hit people love that shit yeah so i just thought it was funny like looking back on it and then like thinking about her writing style and how (laughs) she's so like it's so like direct and like it is kind of man bashing in a way but it's like but why does it have to be man bashing it's women empowering yeah i don't think it's man bashing she just literally just like like, i can do this shit myself i really don't need you 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 can't do shit for me so please Please, please, please. Man, you like you just annoying me at this point. Like, move on. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was funny and I just thought it was it's cool. And another reason why Candy is one of my favorite of House the Housewives friends. She is one of my favorites, but in her early well, not her early days, but kinda like in mid days, she was like a kind of a shit starter. <laughs> but I think she was just trying to keep her place on the show. But she was and even in the early ones she do kind of go like back and forth between all of them mm-hmm. but she wasn't like oh i never said that i never said that but it got to a certain point where she was like being real kind of shady with her shit but she always be going back what king said what da 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 said da 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 said <laughs> she be telling people she stuff. be telling i'm she like not as bad as how like sheree was doing that one no point. because sheree was making up shit like when she made up the <laughs> shit about the black babies nobody said shit about a black baby they just said they couldn't see her being in no damn orphanage girl 
my gosh. So I Google just because I'm bored, you know, curious. I Google who the richest housewife was, and guess who it is? Out of everybody, who? Just guess. Is it? It's not. It's one of the black housewives. Mm-mm. It's one of the girls on Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. It's probably Lisa. Mm-hmm. It's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa is worth seventy-five million dollars. Kyle mm-hmm. is worth fifty, but I think that's where her and Mauricio combined. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know who the oh it's this lady off New York City, Carol Radazwil. Radazwil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doric Kimsley is fifty million as well. She's in Beverly Hills. She's in she, Beverly Hills. She's a later season, I think. Yeah. And then the I Candy. Not that far yet. Then Candy is thirty five million. Damn Candy. Candy. Trying to be like Candy when I grow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. Let me get out here and start writing <laughs> some damn. Right. I can write some songs like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> All I do I got it in is me. think of you. <laughs> Day and night. But shout out to Candy. Uh, um, I'm sure she got some Grammys. A Grammy Award winning. <laughs> <laughs> Grammy Award winning queen. <laughs> Our Grammy Award winning queen. That's gonna be the name of the episode. Grammy Award winning queens. <laughs> Cause we really did have some Grammy Award winning queens on this whole episode. This whole I mean, even episode. the people that we talked about, but you know, even the people who got awards like Beyonce and Megan and her. I'm still so proud of Beyonce. That just makes me good. Brittany Howard, Lettucey. Ladisi. But you know what's actually really cool about the whole Grammy situation too? What? Everybody who was okay to not album has a Grammy. Mm-mm. That's what I meant to bring that up. Because <laughs> Duran, he had to take it down. <laughs> because somebody from the, somebody he know who worked with the Grammys called him and told him that you have to have contributed, I think, more than, at least 50% of <gasps> work to the album to be, to get it. A Grammy from a no, uh, so he had yeah. to take all that shit talking. Yeah, he down. had to take all that shit talking down. Cause I look, I saw the video. I was like, oh, and then I went to his page to look at something, and he had took it down. Uh-huh. And he had made a he had made a video saying that uh, if you didn't put fifty percent of of effort or work or credits into the album, then you don't get a Grammy for just being on it. Which to me makes sense because why should you get a Grammy for an album and you only <laughs> probably sang on a song, on especially especially like if you didn't even write a song on there, you just sang it. Mm-hmm. That to me is kind of like I shitty. feel like he just free freestyled on that song. He should have a credit on it for sure. Oh, I'm sure he probably does have a writing credit, but I'm just saying, like, say damn. So that's not the truth because yeah. all the niggas who was on his album was literally posting like. Oh, Grammy Award. I got a Grammy. What? 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 No, nope, the only one that got one is Kate Trinidad and Kelly Uchis. <laughs> and anybody else oh, who yeah, worked on Kelly it. Kelly because the song. Yep, and anybody else who worked on it. Yep. Damn, At least that's, that's what, um, what's the name said? That's what Duran said. Shit. That's what I meant to bring up earlier. I just <gasps> I forgot. Oh my god! So I was thinking like everybody had a Grammy, like nope. Van Jess, Tedra, Masego, was posting that too. Yep, I saw that. So he might as well go and take that down. <gasps> that is so sad. Oh well, yeah. you know. 
No. So it's like. I did not realize this man it was hate. Well, yeah, it was Haitian. Who's Haitian? Cachinata. He was born in uh, Port au Prince in Haiti. Oh. But I, I guess he's from either. Montreal, but. I didn't know that either. But yeah, yeah that was really dope, though. Cachinata getting that Grammy, though. Yeah, because I mean, that was a really good ass album. Oh, I, mean, like, I still listen to it to this day. We yeah. listened to it this past weekend. Yeah, man. That was a good. We was playing it and didn't even really realize it was playing because it was just like <laughs> we were just vibing to it so much. We was like, damn, we playing the whole damn album. I know. It's a really good album. Um, if you have not listened to it, by the way, Katrinot and Bubba, I don't know what the hell you've been doing. I don't either because I'm sure we've talked about this several times. Yeah. Yeah, Duran Barr and Celestian were the writers for that song. Yeah. Catch me, catch me, catch me, catch me. <laughs> Wait, what's Kaliuch's name? What's Kaliuch's name? Like her real name. Um... Carly Marina Loya. Oh, so she do got a writing credit. I'm like, she's not on here, but you know her actual name is on here. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, do you have anything else for this episode, darling? Sir's real name is Sir. That's what's up. Yeah. I think I looked it up one day and I was like, oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I, mean, I guess Beyonce's son's name is Sir, but that's just funny. <laughs> that's funny. Masego's name is Micah. <laughs> That makes sense. He, he like act like his name is Micah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody who sang on here wrote on here. Yeah, because they was freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> they probably was. <laughs> they probably All right, were. well. Whatever you're feeling like, you know, just let it out. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, shout out to all the Grammy winners. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. There's not really like an unpopular opinion this week, I guess you can say. Damn, mm-hmm. the unpopular opinion is give all the niggas who wrote on the album a Grammy. <laughs> right. I'm like, they wrote. <laughs> Just go ahead, print them out, 3D print them out. And you know. <laughs> I mean, but I think when you get nominated, though, well, I guess that wouldn't count for them. That sucks. <laughs> Cause I know when you get nominated for something, they send you like a little medal that's like Grammy nominated. Yeah, I don't think they got that though. I don't remember nobody uh saying it. Big ups to my girl Candy. Oh. Oh. I wish I could be like her. Actually, I probably could. Actually, I probably will try to start writing more again. There you go. <laughs> that should be your encouragement right there. Yeah, get them boys just copyright and just be posting them. Be like, I want these songs, Brandy. I sing some back. You can sing backups. I promise. <laughs> I hate you. I just realized what you were saying. Brandy, you can sing backup. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Turns her mic up. You can do all, all the harmonization you want. <laughs> yeah, Brandy could just do a tweet and sing background vocals. Oh, tweet. She can just sing background vocals the whole time. <laughs> But yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's been a fun episode. Uh, yeah. I don't so think I have anything else. I don't have nothing else. <laughs> you know, music now is very scarce because yeah. 
people ain't really releasing nothing because they can't make no money. They make their money in performances. So yeah. So I mean, it's fine. We still find some interesting stuff to talk about. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely start doing more dedication. Uh. <laughs> Dedication episode. Y'all have any ideas on what y'all want to hear? Let us know. Yeah, and you know we'll keep it. We we'll keep the content coming. Yeah, as creative as we can be. Trying to. <laughs> Trying to be consistent. I'm really proud that we have done this ten weeks in a row. Ten episodes. Ooh. Woo, woo, <laughs> on to many more. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. See ya. Bye.